Talk Rugby League, a podcast where old mates from high school meet up and talk about rugby league. My name is Adam, I know very little about football, so I'm joined with my panel of armchair experts, Smokes, the principal, and, making his debut, the Phantom. Yay! Welcome. I'd like to point out I'm the only person here with any form of rugby league experience. Sadly, that's true, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, can you believe we're still doing this? I can't believe we did it. I, yeah, <laughs> still, still kind of, yeah, don't really believe it, yeah. Uh, a long way from that uh, four weeks ago when we were chatting drunkenly at the local bowling club saying, you know what would be funny? If we just made a podcast and we talk about football. That's yeah. like just seems so far away Yeah, now. but when you said it, the reason I agreed to it is because I thought that it, it would just fade out in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I think we all thought that. Uh, yeah, 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 sure, sure, I'll do it, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And then all the messages started happening. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, they'll sober up, it'll die down. Yeah. Not quite. See, the problem was I drunkenly walked home from the bowling club to my brother's house, and while I was doing that, I was making a email address and creating these uh, calendar invites. So yeah, we know, we got all the messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're live. We are now recording. Uh, we are now on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Anchor. Uh, and I'll soon get us on Apple Podcasts. That's my mission for this week. Uh, so how was the week that was for everyone? Principal, did you watch many games? Uh, no, I didn't watch too many games this week. I had a rare night out. So I watched the Raiders. I watched the Thursday-Friday night game. And then that was about it. But they were basically, the, the Friday night game was the, the cracker game. For a few reasons, but um, yeah, and then there's a few disappointing games like the the Raiders Warriors. What about you, Smokes? Yeah, mate. I I saw I saw bits and pieces of nearly every game, but in terms of full games, probably only about two or three. Um, I went out to to Suncorp for the Broncos Bulldogs game uh, with a had about a group of ten of us, so it was quite a good good turnout. Um, uh, yeah, it was a it was a good fun fun afternoon, and then uh, again I took advantage of uh, KO minis to catch up on many of the games, a uh, little twenty minute highlight packages. So that was quite uh, handy to prepare for today. So yeah, someone's looking for a sponsorship. <clears throat> um, <laughs> my football or my weekend was good up until about eight oh five on Friday when the Roosters started playing, and then. It boosted back up at around about 10 o'clock when I started watching grand final replays after that to, <laughs> just to forget make what me happened. happy. Yeah. Oh, I watched a bit. It was just a bit spread. Like I had barbecues and everything like that. So I was watching the second half of the Raiders game with great expectation. So do you want to hear a story just quickly about watching football? I so as we all know, as we all know that the Roosters, you know, didn't win, got Rissold, but then the principal, in his drunken, ego fueled, obnoxious state, about halfway through the Raiders game, decided to start sending me some texts. I wasn't drunk yet. I was just yeah, well, an idiot. I was just a plain idiot. He just, well on the he way, just started yes. to send me text messages, giving me advice about what the Roosters should do and that they should tune in and watch the Raiders. And this was also, I actually had money on the Warriors to win as well. And I just saw that. And in the back of my mind, I'm at this barbecue. I was already, I'd started seeing red again because he reminded me of the night before. And I just thought, <laughs> you know, the Warriors have got points in them. I can hope they come back. Not so that I could win money, but just so that I, I had a list of text messages to send in, re- in reply. And his <laughs> lovely wife was there 
And as they're building up to it, she was getting stressed watching the game. I went, I'm just letting you know that if the Raiders lose, I'm going to utterly smash him with text messages. <laughs> and when I saw the beautiful hands of Roger Tuovasashek leap across <laughs> and slap those little punty mitts of Rapana down, <laughs> and my phone just bang, 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 bang. Everyone's going, why are you so happy? I just am. So that was the highlight of my weekend. <laughs> Oh, wow. That, I, I love this story. I told you this would be podcast gold. <laughs> you know, I thought, you know when they're up by, say, 18, 20 points, you think you're pretty pretty safe. But, you know... Well, most have, most reliable an, teams would be. They did have an extra player in the field. So... Ricky. We, we'll, we, we're going to discuss that in a, a rant later on. But have I learnt my lesson? No. I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll do it plenty of time in the future as well. <laughs> but it was, it was definitely not the highlight of my week. It was. All right. So from the highlight of the week to the highlights of the game, Smokes, did you want to talk a little bit about the Panthers and Storm? Yeah, that was a that was a really good game. I mean, quite often the uh, the grand final rematch uh, is usually a bit of a downer. But geez, what a what a good game! Especially like it was wasn't great conditions because the weather. But um, both teams really had a had a red hot crack. Penrith were without Cleary. Melbourne without Pappenhausen, we all tipped the storm and we were all wrong because uh, Penrith, like the the last minute try and then the 30 seconds that followed with uh, with Kikau coming up with that brilliant save after the siren to stop um, stop the storm scoring the winning try. That was just, um, that was such an effort play because watching the replay, he was down on the ground as that play started. He actually got up and just kept on running. It just goes to show you, you run and put yourself in a position, you may come up with the play. So mm. awesome. I'll make sure to pass it though. Like, oh, he probably, yeah, yeah. And, but look, you know, nine times out of ten, he scores that try. I mean, that was an amazing save. Just want to say, Bookies picked Panthers, so I picked yes, Panthers. Yes, you were the only oh, one who tipped points. him. You're right. Yep, well done. Well done. Going with the Bookies' favourites. Yeah, so I was going to say, the funny thing with Kikau when he went down in that last play was it was clearly like going down for... Um, for the Shepherd. To try and get some sort of... And then you saw yeah. him look up and he was like, oh, and then, then he actually ran. So it was sort of like this whole... Crazy thing where he sort of it was yeah. quite impressive for him to get back up. So, oh, it was, yeah, it was, it was awesome, and, and it ultimately won them the game. If he wasn't there, he scores. So, all right, Smokes, you, do you want to keep going? Yeah, with the Dragons and yeah, Eagles? Dragons, Eagles. Jeez, I tell you what, um, they've, they've been impressive the last couple of weeks. Um, Benny Hunt's form has been great. It's such a shame he's um, he's got that uh, leg injury now, but uh, he was unreal. Corey Norman was good. Andrew McCulloch's just serving them both. So all these ex Broncos are just owning it for them with their ex Broncos coach. So. So happy about that. Nice name drop. Yeah, that's it. Uh, but no, they're, they're, they're playing some... Look, what I like is they're, they're, they seem to be having a lot of fun. Like, they, they're, they're fun to watch. They're one of the more fun teams to watch the, the last couple of weeks. So, good on them. Keep it up. And look, Manly, as predicted, I think they're going to have a real rotter of a season. I think they're going to be right down the tail end. Bottom four, possibly wooden spooners. Hunt smashed his fibia, didn't he? Yeah, and there was yeah. a point where he actually did a kick downfield and was, was tackled in the legs mid-air. So, I don't know if that was actually the moment that... That did it, but um, it's a real shame. So I like seeing Benny Hunt do well because, as you know, he's had a bit of rough luck, as you both made fun of me on that fateful evening. But I um, just wish he played with as much bravery in the 2017 Grand Finals what he did the other night. Oh, I, I, I bet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we can go and shove it. Uh, but no, good. Uh, uh, he, they're in good form, the Dragons. So good on. They, they got a good test against I think it's Newcastle this week. So that should be a pretty good game. Yeah, I think especially with Newcastle. Struggling a bit as well, so I don't know. I think Dragons yeah, might, yeah. compared to where they were at the start of the year, I think they might end up getting closer to the eight. They could be one of those teams that are like fighting for that eight spot, seven spot. 
Hook's a good coach, so I think they'll do pretty well. All right, Principal, Raiders versus New Zealand Warriors. So this game was, it was, it was impressive on a few different uh, points, I guess. If I take just the heart away from it, the Raiders are very impressive in that, that first half. That was fantastic. They, they really, if without injuries, could have gone on and put a really big score on. So that was a pretty clinical 30 minutes. With, and they lost um, the three players in the first 10 minutes. So that was, that was a pretty big effort. But they just they ran out of steam in the, the second half against the Warriors and they played fantastically as well. And it, so the game was opened up enough for two of ours, just Sheik and... Um, Nicarima to actually to play some some good footy. So, what do you make of your little lover Ricky's little outburst and storming off at the press conference? Well, he was very reserved. I thought that's he's getting better at it. He he just didn't say anything. He said before I go nuts, I'm gonna no, pull the pin. I, yeah, but I think that's so. All he's done is he's just gone to you know like shield the players and you know make them feel good about themselves because they just got towed up from an unlosable loss, and he's just come out there, he's, he's gone out and said, I'm not going to say anything nasty because I don't want to actually talk the truth. I'm going to give my charity a plug, by the way, because apparently it's the only worthwhile <laughs> charity known to man. And before you ask me any more hard questions, I'll throw my toys out of the cot and I'm going out to hang out with the boys. As, mu- as much as it hurts me to, to agree with the Phantom, look, I've, I've actually liked Ricky quite a lot the last few years, but... That was a clear, a clear and obvious. Trying to say like that's the greatest club performance I've ever coached. Clearly, he he has not watched the two thousand and nineteen grand final. <laughs> was that, did, what happened there? Well, I can't remember. To shield his players from the fact that they that they they lost a game, they're up by over twenty points. And look, he's he's gone from one extreme to the other. He goes from a time where he used to always abuse the absolute living daylights out of the refs to. I'm just not going to abuse them at all. So it's very passive aggressive. It's like when you know someone says to you, "Go, do you have an issue with me?" Go, oh, f- it doesn't matter if I do, does it? It's like <laughs> that's clearly a yes. That's a yes without saying yes. It's actually um, no worse though than something like Wayne Bennett does, where he just doesn't say anything. He says one word answer. So they've true. all got their they've all got their ways of doing it. And I think right. you know what. It's probably better for the game that he didn't say what he was, what he was going to say, and you know. He's... But there was nothing much to say. He just he they just got done. They had one interchange player left on the bench uh, at, after the first 10 minutes, so they had to play the full game. They had yeah. front row forwards playing 73 minutes. I've read one of them. So, But then why can't he say that in the press conference and then answer a couple of questions about it? Well, the, I think they would have hammered him. So he's just trying to avoid, one, getting fired, and two, saying the wrong thing and yeah. getting in trouble. So he, I think, he, you know what, it's sort of like the thing, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. That's what he's doing, and he's... You know what? Mm. It's not. It's not up to. I mean, it's up to the NRL if they don't want. They they can stop it happening and make him sit there and answer the questions. But they seem happy with sure. it, so I think yeah, move on. But I think it's each coach has got their own thing. You know, like you can go through all of them, and you know Wayne Bennett's probably worse. Lisi, he doesn't have much He's passion the there. It's, oh, it's just <laughs> crazy. I think he intimidates everyone in the the press conference too. But I'd say Ricky Shaw probably oh, yeah, the same yeah. thing. <laughs> I don't think many people actually want to ask Ricky a question and get blasted, but. All right, I'm going to move us on. Phantom, sorry, I skipped over. Rabbitohs versus Roosters. <laughs> Anything to say? Glory, glory to South Sydney. You know you got some of those games, like you start watching it. In the first 10 minutes, I just went, oh, we're going to get done here. It's like last year all over again. It was just <laughs> from the outset. And then to top it off, they changed their strategy from, you know, let's you know defend well and, and run a straight line and, you know, hold on to the ball to... 
let's try and decapitate Jai Arrow, and they just lost track of everything else and very poor discipline. I don't know. Like, Roosters have got this in them every now and then. They, they come up with some games, and you just go, what the f*** are you guys doing? But, yeah, it was one of those games, and it was against the one team that I wish it didn't happen to. It was unroosters like. It was really unroosters like. Because they're, just... they're, as you said, they're usually so well disciplined and, and, and have such a good good system in place. And that was it was like they just went out in that game and they were just angry. Again, they went out to bust up Arrow. Yeah. But probably about five minutes into that when it wasn't working and it was causing mistakes, you pull the guys in, you're like, right, you've proved your point. You don't like him. Just get back to it. Like Start playing Lin- footy, yeah. Lindsay Collins was the only decent front row who just got in there and done his job. Fafita was too busy donkey punching Jai Arrow. And mm. then Hargraves just wanted to... <laughs> donkey punch. <laughs> Hargraves just wanted to, you know... Allegedly, allegedly. Crush him. Like, it's just... And then, you know, top that, like, they, Tedesco didn't get a lot of ball and neither did Manu and that kind of hurts him a bit. And they were all on top of Kiri, like, they defended well. And then, yeah, to top it off... You know, block and both, both your halves, yeah. Bust his MCL, and then and then and then Luke Keary decides he's going to pop a kneecap out. Just yeah. oh, it couldn't well, get any that's worse. It. I mean, both halves out. Now you got a, a rookie on, you know, uh, Sam oh, Walker on debut. See, so see, I, I don't mind that because I've heard you got to be careful though, because you hear so many good things. Like you, you know, apparently Ash Taylor was going to be the the greatest player in the world by now, according to all the commentators back then. Mm-hmm. All right, Smokes, Broncos versus Bulldogs. Yeah, look. You were at the game, Yeah, right? I was at the game. Uh, look, it was, jeez, um, the first hour was pretty painful to watch. Uh, let's face it, it was not the it was not the prettiest game of football. Uh, look, I went there with uh, a group of 10 of us. Um, look, I, I kept on saying to the guys I was at the game with, look, if the Broncos score one, the second, third and fourth will come very quickly. And, and sure enough, that's what happened. They scored the first try at about the 60-minute mark, and then they scored another three tries to finish off the game. Um, a couple. Of, look, I think the biggest thing they'll get out of that is is now they're 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 getting a bit of confidence. They've got that monkey off their back. They finally won a game, which is good for them. The dogs have just proven what I've thought all off season and, and so far this year is that they are going to be this year's wooden spooners. They they just don't have points. They 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 had they literally only had one opportunity where they looked like they were going to score. And old mate who the Roosters discarded, old mate Flanagan, literally literally had it handed to him on a platter and dropped it. They released um some. They released some stats of the first three games of last year versus this year for Flanagan with the Roosters and the Bulldogs. And I'm not saying it because I'm a Roosters supporter and they'll, you know, he's surrounded by much better players. And what he's able to put out in those three games versus what he's done this year is just chalk and cheese. Oh, absolutely. And it just goes to show, like, yeah, it's all well good to be a, a, a great playmaker. But if you don't have some decent cattle around you, there's only so much you can do with it. So I'm not saying it's all his fault or anything. I'm just. Uh, it's just, jeez, oh it was it was it was a shocking shocking drop. But uh, look, I, I liked what Jermaine Asako did in the second half. I mean, he created two clean line breaks, one where he scored and one where he set up a try. He was involved in another one. Xavier Coates proved his absolute brilliant speed. He's going to be an asset for the Broncos and Queensland for a long time. So very good signs there. And look, you know, again, uh, Kevin Walters gets his first win as an NRL coach too. So that's um, that, that that's a good moment for him too. So. Uh, all right, anyone want to talk about the Knights and the West Tigers? All right, so, yeah, it was um very strange performance from the Knights. The West Tigers have finally got on the board. And um, I think getting rid of Leilua and getting rid of his sort of, you know, brainless sort of act sometimes while he's playing was actually a, a good idea for him and hopefully it sparks mm. something that they can 
win a few games, but yeah, I still think their the team's pretty average, but it's good that they got a win. It's pretty funny. Both teams looked like in the last 10 minutes they were trying to lose it. Like, the, yeah. the, the Knights got the try to go ahead, then uh, Maguire took his earpiece out, out of his... Uh, out, and then three minutes later they scored, and then uh, Adam O'Brien walks out of the coach's box. It's like both teams were trying to lose it. It was um, a weird game, but... Just, yeah, the Tigers, sloppy. they got their wins. So good on them. Yeah, it was. It, was. It, it shows where both teams are at, I think. I think the Tigers are a bottom four team, and I think the Knights are maybe on the edge of the eight at best. Yeah, oh, the Knights have got it in. <clears throat> Knights should be well into the eight with. They should the be on talent, on talent and roster, absolutely. But I still think they've got issues with with their commitment. All right, Cowboys and Titans. We all pick Titans. Yeah, yeah you good reason for that. Yep. Right. Cowboys are yeah. busted. Let's move past uh, uh, onto our tips. So how do we all go? So I figured out who won and who tipped what. Uh, we had a bit of a bad week. I think we all did. Uh, even at my work, there was like nobody who got really good scores. Seven, I think. Adley, I did you tip Bulldogs on the weekend? By the way. Yes. I think he actively tips it. I think he actively tips against us yes. and uh, against your team and my team, Principal. That's my theory. No, I'm. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I thought. I always thought the Warriors were going to win. The Bulldogs was out of spite. Because I've also said that the Broncos are going to be wooden spooners this year, and I need to, uh, I need to back myself on that. Uh-huh. So, all right. So, some of my armchair experts aren't doing so good. Principal, you're pretty uh, doing good, uh, and I'm sort of whatever. You're up say, there, so mate. You're, 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 you're I'm not doing bad. I mean, I'm trending downwards. You need to start but, taking some know, risks, Principal. Of why I'm winning. Yeah, exactly right. Why He's in the best position. <laughs> Are we trying to win or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I tell you what, when you get when you get a clanger like the the Warriors and something like that, like how'd you pick that? I'm like, hey, I knew, I just knew. How'd you go with the other tips? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I I knew about that one. <laughs> All right, on to some news headlines. Uh, I picked a bunch of uh, articles that I thought were interesting. Uh, this first one, I'm too old. James Maloney rules out answering an SOS from the Roosters. Oh, my, here we go. The salary heart. sombrero. Salary sombrero. You know, you know what? It was never going to happen. For starters, the Roosters never even entertained it. This was just a theory that was, that was brought up on NRL 360. Like, oh... Oh, they should go for James Maloney because now they've got two halves injured for the rest of the year and and they can come up with some sort of deal to bring him home. So well so it was never actually something the Roosters would God, it would have been what it would have been a story. Yeah, and that's why it's generated it that's why it's generated the buzz. Yeah. So that's and that's why he's obviously come out and said, No, I'm not coming back, I'm too old and, and he is, he is too old. Mm. He's happy just doing his little Catalan's dragons. Oh, I would have loved to have seen him back. Yeah. South of France sounds lovely. I mean, I don't know about in COVID times, but you know, but the, just stay there, I guess, and keep playing. Did you hear what else they were? They were talking about so many other players too, like Gareth Witter. Even your mate Austin was thrown in there as like a. No, he a was never going to come back. He's 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 oh, blacklisted. If if that happened, it would just make my year. It wouldn't wouldn't matter what else happened. That just, would have been you know? brilliant. All right, Principal, do you want to talk about State of Origin? Yeah, so it's interesting this week, a whole bunch of players have started to come out and wanting to play Origin, which sort of pops up quite regularly, I think, but it seems to be, you know, Jason Tamalolo was the, the, the highest profile person. I noticed Kikau was saying, I want to play this week as well, in the papers at least, so it's, um, 
it's an interesting one. I sort of feel like, of course, they want to play when you're getting ninety grand to play in the series. That and yeah. I think they're, they're not getting any money from international games because they're not happening. No, and it's just I just feel like it's just a money grab, and it, it would actually ruin that. It wouldn't wouldn't be state of origin anymore. I, I think it would just absolutely destroy the product. But yeah, you're right. It, it would absolutely destroy. Not the state of origin, like the concept of state of origin, but it would also destroy international rugby league. The, the fact is, the best thing about international rugby league over the last few years is the emergence of Tonga as a genuine, powerful nation in rugby league. Now, they knocked off New Zealand, they knocked off England, and they've knocked off Australia in the last few years. That's an amazing effort. And if all of a sudden these guys are like, oh, I just want to play origin, I'll get an extra 90 grand a year. Look, the, the fact is, the two players you mentioned, two principal... Uh, Jason Tamalolo and uh, Viliami Kikau, they would both be eligible for Queensland. Now, I'm a Queensland fan. I would love to have them in the Queensland lineup purely from a point of view that it would help us win. It would give our chances of winning uh, a boost. But I, I think Paul Ken actually said, like when someone said, uh, when Wayne Pierce made the comment of, oh, what if, what if a Tongan player feels really passionate about playing for Queensland? Why shouldn't he allowed, be allowed to play? And Paul Kent responded by saying, because it prevents a Queenslander who's passionate about playing for Queensland playing for them. And that's what it should what be happened? about. Was, um, was Greg English just as passionate for playing for Queensland as well, considering he's from New South Wales? About as passionate as Peter Sterling. What? What? Peter Sterling was born in Toowoomba, mate. Oh, you've just, you've made off, yeah, born. Oh, I'm sorry. What was your point? Alright, alright, I'm going to move past. Uh, new restrictions placed on NRL players as Brisbane COVID cases grow. So basically, NRL players are banned from catching public transport. Here's my question. How many NRL players are catching public transport? The ones that love to drink? Uh, look, it's, um, yeah, uh, I guess it's an interesting, interesting case with the Broncos, though, in, in the fact that they've been told for the next two weeks they have to set up camp in Sydney. Um, as things stand, stand at the moment, they will still fly to Melbourne to play against the Storm on Friday, but if the Victorian government shut the borders, then the Storm will come to Sydney to play the Broncos um, as a double header at ANZ Stadium for the, um, I think the Bulldogs are playing South earlier on that day, so it'll just make it into a double header. So, um, yeah, so I guess, you know, as I said, the Broncos have been put into a sort of a mini bubble because of it, and uh, we just got to wait and see what happens um, from here. We've we got to wait and see, you know, if another one or two people sneeze in Brisbane, then our Premier will no doubt slam the borders shut and, and make us all just like shut down our businesses and whatever, but, you know, we'll, we'll just wait and see what happens. Are any. Um Barbershops owned by bikers allowed within that bubble? Uh, possibly. I'm not sure. We're still waiting on the stats on that. Um, mm. Certainly hope not because he's actually played all right this year, so he needs to keep keep on the field for us. All right. We'll just uh, move on to ranting. Uh, detention corner. Principal, what do you want to talk about? The game. The, I don't really want to talk about the game, but I want to talk about the ref. So... The Raiders versus Warriors. Interestingly, in this game, Perinara was not meant to ref the game. And then a little side note, Perinara did once play for the Warriors. And also, there's some history between him and Ricky Stewart, where Ricky Stewart fired him from the Sharks. So, I'm not calling conspiracy right now, but I think... It's an interesting little turn of events and apparently those two don't like each other so they uh, apparently from what i've read that 
those he doesn't ref Raiders games for that for that reason. And he's actually meant to be a New South Wales Cup ref as well. So it's very interesting. But that the forward pass that he he missed was just it was so far forward. I, I, he would have seen it. So he just I don't think he's got any confidence to call it. And um, but I think you know it's pretty poor poor effort. And it, it did it change the game. It definitely made it a lot harder for the Raiders. So definitely didn't. Uh, you know, losing the game straight up, but it, you know, it was, got the Warriors within a try, um, you know, away from taking the lead. So it wasn't ideal, but I just think, you know, the refs have got to be a little bit better. I think that was that was really poor, that decision. And, you know, you can let line ball forward passes go, and I, I don't actually think they should be pulled up by bunkers and stuff. I think just refs have got to get the really bad ones right. Uh, but yeah, and and look, it was pretty obvious it went forward. I mean, everyone saw it. It was it was clear as clear as day. Um, I, I, what I did like, um, uh, the NRL three hundred and sixty team interviewed Nathan Brown on one of their shows this week, and they just straight up asked him. They said, "Look, you got to admit you got lucky with that call," and he he just said, "Oh, look, we absolutely got lucky with the call." He said, "Here's the thing, like we got lucky with that call this week." He said, "Last week we had one that went against us that we we're probably unlucky with in a close game. This week we got one in our favour." He said, "Look." Obviously, when it doesn't go your way, you're pretty disappointed and you're pretty upset about it. This week, we're pretty happy about it. Um, that's kind of the way it goes, um, you know. And he sort of, like he did sort of say like they asked him, "Oh, should the video ref be involved for forward passes?" He said, "Look, he said if there's a way to do it quickly, yes, but he doesn't want the game to get slowed down even more, which you know with with video ref stuff." So uh, it was actually just refreshing to actually hear a coach say, "Yes, we got lucky." All right, now moving on to the Dugan report, principal. He's been gone from the, being the most injured player to the, nearly the last one standing in the NRL competition this week. <laughs> and I can't believe it. And then, as we spoke about before, he ended up helping an injured player on the weekend. So it's just, I've got nothing to report. I'm, I'm in shock. But I'm, you know, I feel like it won't be long. Maybe next week. We'll see. In all, in all seriousness, seriousness, though, what about the amount of injuries? I think they reported there was about 20 pretty well-named players injured from this round due to concussions, ACLs, MCLs, shoulder injuries, whatever, and, and some pretty significant names. So um, that's a massive, massive amount of players to, to get knocked out from one round, and that's why they've created the 18th man um, concussion replacement rule now. What do you think about that? I don't have too much of a problem with that rule just because it's pretty much never going to come up. I mean, they, they sort of worked out... the hundred. There's been about 180-odd games since the start of last season... And that game between Parramatta and Cronulla is the only time that that rule could have actually been used. So basically, the, rule, the way the rule works is you can have an 18th man replacement come on into your 17-man team during a game if three of your players get ruled out during the game through concussion. Now, the likelihood of that happening, as we said, it's 1 in 180. So it's not likely it's ever going to happen. I think it's more of a PR exercise. Yeah, I think, I think it's an odd rule, and I, I, I don't... I mean, it's good, I guess, if, if that situation comes up again in the Sharks game, the Sharks power game. But, yeah, you know, I've, I've thought for a while with these HIAs in particular when a player gets taken out, especially for foul play, I think there should be an 18th man rule for something like that. So not so, so much this week, but if we go back to last week, I think it was um, Felice Cafusi and getting, yeah. knocking out Ryan Madison. And that was clearly yeah. like hammering him to like hurt him and it took Madison out of the game yeah I, yep. I would love and I, I know people can rot the system a bit but I would love for that team not to suffer because someone's just 
taken out a player. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, it's, true. It's especially someone that's had uh, head knocks before. So is that something play? You know, teams target target someone like a friend or a coordinator. I mean, maybe maybe they don't do it in. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Maybe the 18th man thing should be not so much about, oh, if you happen to get a bunch of injuries, you can bring them up. Maybe it should be about if someone has taken out one of your players through foul play and they can't return, then you are entitled to bring a fresh man into your side. Yeah. Maybe that's what it should be. like. Because I, I like the idea of it's, it's about a, a war of attrition. Like if you get a couple of injuries, you've got to try and fight. Like Canberra, they got three injuries in the first 15 minutes. They were literally... Uh, a, a millimetre away from winning that game at the death. Now, that would have been an incredible victory if they'd pulled it off. So maybe that's the way it's got to be. It's got to be like, well, if, if a player gets taken out from a, a high tackle that concusses someone and they're ruled out, well, you can bring someone on to replace them. I'm going to jump in here. We're going to move past. Uh, we've lost the Phantom. He's living up to his name. So uh, on to round four tips. Uh, Smokes, Eagles versus Panthers. Oh, Penrith. As I said, I've got Manly right up there with the dogs as wooden spoon contenders. So I'm going Panthers. All right, Principal? Panthers as well. It's a pretty disappointing Thursday night game, actually. All right. Mm. Bulldogs versus Rabbitohs. Very similar. Oh, I've got to go the Rabbits. Their form against the Roosters. That, that scoreline against the Roosters flattered the Roosters. The the. Bunnies were so much better than them, and and I tipped them at the start of the year as, as premiership favourites, and I don't see any reason to change. Principal? Yeah, Rabbitohs. Yeah, and same with the Bookies. All right, Melbourne Storm versus Brisbane Broncos. Oh, heart or head? Look, I, I, look, I have to tip the Storm. Uh, what I would say, though, is that the Broncos do get their two starting front rowers back this week, Payne Huss and Matt Lodge. Now, Payne Huss owes us a massive Massive performance because his stupidity in the off-season had him suspended for the first three games. If he was there in round one, we'd beat Parramatta, so he owes us. But I've got to still go with the Storm. They've got the, they've got the wood on us. All right, Principal? I'm going to go Storm, but I'm going to say it's close. I'm going to say, like, four points. By four. You know, it's going to be... I think the Broncos will somehow get up for the game. A bit of confidence after last week, even though it's against the Dogs. All right, I'm also going Storm. All right, uh, Sharks versus North Queensland Cowboys. Oh, God. Um, look, I'll go the Sharks just on the basis that the Cowboys are so pathetic. Yeah, I mean, looking at the stats, they're not doing well. But the Cowboys may have a bit of a bounce back factor because the coach has dropped a few of their underperforming players. So I expect they will go better than last week, but I have to and go the Sharks, I suppose. it is up in Queensland this time, right? Not in... Uh, oh, uh, it is. It's at the sunny coast. Um, I'll, right, still go, I'll still go the Sharks. I'll still go the Sharks. Yeah, I'll go Sharks. I yeah. can't see the Cowboys. Really. All right. Uh, Titans versus Canberra Raiders. Oh, this would be a good. This would be a pretty good game. The Titans have uh, hit a bit of form. Um, uh, are those blokes out this week, uh, Principal, or are they in? The guys who got injured during the game. Uh, both head knock guys are playing. Tarpane yep. is out for a couple of weeks with an ankle, so he's a big loss. Yeah, okay. Um, but apart from uh, that, they had the depth. But I'll 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 go, I'll go the Raiders. Um... They're still a more settled line. Like the Titans, it'll be a good game, but I'll go the Raiders. All right, Principal. I'm obviously going to say the Raiders. I think they're. This is a, a great test of their their depth in the forwards. They they could nearly run out a, a two different packs in in their their thing. They've got such depth, especially in in where they've lost mm. players. So I think I think they'll be a right. It just depends how how much they can um, sort of back up from last week because they would have been they that would have taken a fair bit out of them to play those that many minutes for some of those big guys that are still. Backing up, so be interesting. Just, just got to watch out for um for Fafita and Tino. Those guys are pretty unreal. 
Yeah, they're just killing it. Oh, so it's good to watch, big, really. Big to guys, the young guys. They're insane. I love the fact they're going to be playing for the Maroons. All right, all right. I'm going to jump in. Uh, Knights versus Dragons. Smokes. Oh, look, if, if Ben Hunt was there, I'd say the Dragons with absolute certainty. Um, I'm still going to tip them, actually. But um, but it'll be closer now, I think. Um, I think the Knights are still a bit soft. Uh, whereas the Dragons, they're playing good footy. Uh, Principal? Oh, no, no. I'm going to go Knights, actually. Sorry, yeah, no, okay. I was repeating what... I'm going Knights too because that's where the bookies say the smart money is. So on to Roosters versus New Zealand Warriors. I'm going to go the Warriors. I think, um, look, the the Roosters, both their halves are out. That's very, very... It doesn't matter how how good a team you are. You lose both your halves. That's tough to recover. So I'm going to go the Roosters. Not the Roosters, the uh, the Warriors. Yep. Smokes to go the Warriors. Principal? Uh, Warriors, I feel like, yeah, the Roosters are going to struggle. They might start to pull a few games together once they get, get their... Yeah, you know, a bit of sort of momentum, but yeah, I think, yeah, worries. Bookie's saying roosters, so I say roosters. And then the final one on Monday, uh, West Tigers versus Eels. Yeah, the Eels. Um, I, I know the Tigers got up last week, but they're a bottom four team. The Eels are a top eight team. Eels. Eels, yep. I think Eels. that's going to be all of us, actually, because looking at these stats, it's like... All right, uh, so I'll get Phantom's uh, tips, and I'll fill this all out for him later. That takes us to the end of... Uh, our podcast, our third one, with our with our fourth guest, the Phantom. Uh, so he'll hopefully be able to... Who, did, who, who lived up to his name and disappeared. Uh, he'll hopefully be, you know, <laughs> joining us on a more regular basis. He's just... Uh, I will say farewell. Cheers. Thanks again, host. And, and I'll do the, the little plug of make sure you check us out on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, and soon to be Apple Podcast. Have you practiced that? No, I didn't. I literally just did that just then.